A teacher in New Mexico instructed students to fight with swords. The police were called to a Willy Wonka event after kids were left in tears. And a Republican in Missouri wants to bring back dueling. These are the weird stories for Thursday on Weird AF News. The only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a closet. I got three weird news segments from around the world for you. Let's go. According to a lawsuit, a teacher brought out swords and instructed the students to fight. Hey, man, the first rule of Sword Club is you don't talk about the Sword Club, man. Why are you talking about Sword Club, man? we got to keep this thing on the DL so we can keep Sword Club going, man. The story is out of New Mexico. Ah. You know, some schools in the U.S. want to hand guns to the teachers. <laughs> Imagine if it was guns instead of swords, guys. All right, maybe we shouldn't hand guns to the teachers because they're, they're conducting sword fights in classrooms. They're conducting fight club in classrooms, as I've also covered on this podcast. Uh, you can't trust these teachers over here. Public school, man, it's a rough, it's a rough go. I'm grateful every day that I survived it. It says here, it's a decision that has parents wondering what was she thinking after a lawsuit claims that a teacher brought swords to school to have students fight one another in the classroom. It also claims it was caught on camera. Oh, I caught on camera. There's a camera in the classroom and you still have sword club. <laughs> Are you okay, lady or guy, whoever did this? The family of a student who was injured by one of the swords is suing, obviously. Swords hurt. After all, what did you expect? Now, this article says, instead of hearing a teacher's lesson in chemistry class, they say they heard swords clinking as students took each other on in a makeshift classroom arena, all at the instruction of their chemistry teacher. I'm surprised to hear that it was a chemistry teacher. Yeah, he said history. <laughs> Sometimes it's important to learn history, guys. Never mind, never mind. This is a chemistry class. My bad. <laughs> chemistry class. A chemistry teacher in New Mexico, which is where this story takes place. There's Walter White, and then there's this teacher. <laughs> guys, you familiar with Breaking Bad? All right. I'm making references. I just assume you get them. I shouldn't make such assumptions. By the way, never would have expected this from a chemistry teacher. Physical education teacher? Absolutely. My gym teacher was off his rocker. Wouldn't have been surprised at all if, if he had us wailing away with katanas. Or perhaps a substitute teacher. You know, I don't even know what they do. <laughs> now, all of this took place in a school called Volcano Vista. <laughs> Volcano High Schools. Sounds like a badass place. Of course they're going to have Sword Fight Club in Volcano High School. If kids didn't fight to the death in Volcano High School, I'd question it. This sounds like a school for supervillains, honestly, where they train kids to be supervillains, teach them like how to conduct long monologues about their evil plans. And then we'll release 20,000 killer hornets. <laughs> you get an A. Now we have further details from Jessica Hernandez, who is the lawyer representing one of the students that got injured. Jessica says, totally shocked. A student got a major cut on her wrist, ended up in the emergency room. Not only did this teacher 
and the school not protect the child, but actively put her in harm's way, actively created this danger and put deadly weapons right into these students' hands. And exactly what could reasonably be anticipated from all of this is exactly what happened. According to the lawsuit, the teacher told the students that day that she, it's a she, had a surprise and she brought out two swords. According to the claim, the teacher then put on a timer, had them clear away the desks and instructed them to take turns fighting each other with the swords. Attorneys claim some of the fighting activity was captured on a cell phone video taken by the victim right before she was selected to fight. In the video, you can see students battling with the swords and hear them laughing, all while the teacher is looking on and watching the timer. Now, when questioned about all of this activity, apparently the assistant principal claimed the teacher had brought the swords into class to discuss the science of metal and melding. Uh, But when asked if the injury violated school rules, the principal said no. He is also named in the lawsuit. Okay. <laughs> well, this is one way to teach metallurgy. <laughs> you know, we could cover how to make a sword, but why not uh, experiment with how to use a sword, kids? Let's take it to a whole new level. Second rule of Sword Fight Club. If you lose an appendage, don't you tell your parents, man. A Willy Wonka event that looked like a meth lab left children in tears. An immersive experience that promised to transport Willy Wonka fans into a magical realm has turned out to be such an epic letdown that customers even called the police. They compared the attraction to a meth lab. Well, I mean, imagine being so disappointed in something that you actually called the police on it. This must be pretty bad. Let's learn a little bit more about Willie's Chocolate Experience. Uh, Willie's Chocolate Experience charged customers in the UK $44 each. The attraction was not officially affiliated with the Warner Brothers movie Wonka, though the event's marketing came as close as possible to suggesting it was based on author Roald Dahl's creation. The ad copy invited fans to journey to, quote, a universe where confectionery dreams are brought to life. This includes a, quote, mind-expanding projection, optical marvels and exhibits that transport you into the realm of creativity, creativity and wondrous creations and enchanting surprises at every turn. Now it says here the organizers of this event apparently used artificial intelligence to generate promotional images for their website that suggested a very high-quality Willy Wonka-type attraction. It looked just like the immersive and trippy Wonka-esque world that the ad copy promised, but the result was somewhat different, and ticket buyers needed pure imagination to think it looked anything like a fantastical chocolate factory. Apparently, uh, customers, meaning families, basically, and children, showed up to find a sparsely decorated warehouse with a scattering of plastic props, a very small bouncy castle, and some backdrops pinned against the walls. Says here, uh, Scotland police were even called to the scene. The event was shut down, and parents said their children were left in tears. All the event lacked was a man in a top hat telling customers, You get nothing! You lose! Good day, sir! Now, I had to uh, jump into the photos from this event, and it's pretty sad. It, it looks like a kind of an empty cafeteria. There's some what looks like cups of Gatorade on a table. Some terrible posters and a, a small bouncy castle. And then I, I had to check out the website. 
and it does have a lot of very enticing AI generated images of what looks like a a wonderful chocolate land. But then apparently the person used AI to write the descriptions on here, and there's some spelling mistakes that were left in here. For instance, it says it says the word the word catgacating, catgacating, which I think is supposed to say captivating, catgacating. Karchi tons. I don't know what Karchi tons are. And then it says Exarcerdre lollipops and a paradise of sweet teats, <laughs> which I think is supposed to say a paradise of sweet treats, but it says a paradise of sweet teats, <laughs> which I love. I want a paradise of sweet teats. Mom, mom, I want a paradise of sweet teats. Can we go get one? Yes, honey. I'll surely take you to have a paradise of sweet teats, honey. Good, good. I like a paradise of sweet teats. And I like karchi tons. It's very cacagating. Do they going to have exarsadrake lollipops? <laughs> what about a oompa boompa? <laughs> I can't get over this. Obviously, this individual is trying to scam people. How did this person think they would get away with this? You set up an event for children, and it looks like a meth lab. <laughs> Oompa, loompa, diggity death. You will get hooked when you try our meth. These meth berries taste like real meth berries, Daddy. Well, they better. I paid $44 for this crap. This article says, of course, one could argue that a Willy Wonka-inspired event that ended with angry parents and crying children is much more authentic to Roald Dahl's novel than any of the recent Wonka movies, which is a hilarious line. Says here, event organizers eventually refunded tickets and apologized for the very stressful and frustrating day, telling customers, unfortunately... Last minute, we were let down in many areas of our event and tried our best to continue on and push through, and now we realize we probably should have canceled first thing that morning instead. Well, so sad. I hope all the families got their refunds, because that's not cheap to bring a family to a place like that. What, what I guess I could call the fire Festival of Children's at- Attractions. Right? <laughs> um, I got one more question, though, that this story hasn't answered. Did So, like, who who won the factory? Yay! A Missouri Republican has proposed to reintroduce dueling in order to solve state house differences. And I support that. Anything involving US politicians shooting one another. Yeah, I think that that's a great idea, especially doing it on the federal level. Um, we have here a Missouri Republican civil war that's going on and it's apparently it's escalating. And One of the members has filed a proposed rule change to allow senators to challenge an offending senator to a duel. (laughs) No, this is 2024, guys, Uh, not 1712. Yep, a duel. We have here the Missouri Freedom Caucus, which is a hardline right-wing group on the lines of the group of the same name in the U.S. House of Representatives. Uh, They drafted this rule that says, if a senator's honor is in impugned by another senator to the point that is beyond repair and in order for the offended senator to gain some satisfaction, such senator may rectify the perceived insult to the senator's honor by challenging the offending senator to a duel. 
the trusted representative known as the second of the offended senator shall send a written challenge to the offending senator. The two senators shall agree to the terms of the duel, including choice of weapons, which shall be witnessed and enforced by their respective seconds. The duel shall take place in the well of the Senate at the hour of high noon on the date agreed by the parties to the duel. So it's a battle to the death, I guess. How pro-life of them, huh, guys? Wow, these politicians, they would rather do anything except their jobs. Am I right? I like the part where it says choice of weapons. They get to decide. <laughs> I mean, how about nukes? Anybody all in favor of nukes? Say I. <laughs> I'd like to see a cage match. That would be the best way to do it. Televise it. I would pay to watch fools fight each other with samurai swords or anything else, to be honest with you. Uh, being that this is Missouri, though, they'll probably go with the old AR-15. That's their trusty weapon of choice in general. Uh, a lot of Republicans in their campaign videos like to hold AR-15s as well. So I guess we'll finally find out if they know how to use them. Um, I would really love to see the old school pistols, though. Those uh, flintlock single fire pistols. That would be nice. But it would take a long time for the duel to end, I would think. Uh, now, if you don't know, dueling was a long part of the American political scene back in the day, famously resulting in the killing of our founding father, Alexander Hamilton, by Aaron Burr in 1804. But dueling largely died out by the 1850s, thankfully. I mean, as much as I would love to see politicians blast away at each other, I mean, what does that really say about our political landscape? This is really not what we want to aspire to. I mean, we always throw stones at North Korea, but, you know, look what we're doing over here. <laughs> I just wish we would get our crap together, to be honest with you. But, I mean, I can honestly say dueling politicians would solve one problem that I have with these buffoons, and that is there's too many old politicians you know, they seem to give them these terms that go on and on and on. And, you know, it'd be nice to cut them off a little earlier. <laughs> uh, this would fix that. Turn my bandmate into a woman, I stole his woman. Turn my bandmate into a woman, I stole his woman. Put the estrogen in his drink. Then we go to the gym, watching him do those bench presses, watching his breasts get big. But it's not just from the bench press, he's drinking a big titty drink. Bandmate into a woman, I stole his woman, turned my bandmate into a woman, I stole his woman, turned my bandmate into a woman, stole his woman, turned my bandmate into a woman, I stole his woman. Yeah, stole his woman, cause he's got big breasts now. I stole his woman. Yay! Hello, my friends and loyal listeners of the Weird AF News Podcast. Thanks for spending some time with me in the show. I appreciate you. I uh, just want to say that I, I decided to re-record the Turn My Bandmate Into a Woman song. I had a lot of positive comments on it. People seem to really like the song that I improvised the other day based on the story. But the recording of it was so lame. I just kind of, I, I did it on my phone in my bedroom and I wasn't really considering 
that it would be any good, and I didn't care about the recording quality, so I thought I would just redo that for you. And if anyone would like a copy of that, just uh, email me. I'll send you the MP3. It's funnyjones at gmail.com. Also, if you come across any weird Florida stories from this week, please email that to me as well, because tomorrow we're going to be doing the Florida Friday episode. If you're new to the show on Fridays, I only do weird news from Florida. so And it's one of the best moments of the week, we all agree. Uh, if you'd like to call the show and leave a message, I got a voicemail. It's 646-450-2012. I'll be posting some calls after this if you want to stick around and hear from some listeners. And lastly, if you would like to support the show, I have uh, I have a website you can go to, weirdafnews.com. Pretty easy. And from there, you can, you can buy Jonesy a coffee. You can join my Patreon. You can do a PayPal donation, any of those sorts of things. And if you don't have the ducats to support the show with your in a in a monetary fashion, then you can always tell a friend about the show. That's a great way to support, and it doesn't cost you anything. And I would appreciate that. And uh, I guess I, that's about it. I'll let you go. We'll keep the outro brief. Love you very much. We'll see you tomorrow. Good luck with your life, man. Hey, Jonesy, it's the party boys, man. We're gonna party tonight. Uh huh. Hi, Jonesy. It's Connie from Cedartown, Georgia. And I was calling to let you and all the weirdos know that today, February 28th, is National Sleep in Public Day. Yeah, sleeping in public. (laughs) So I started thinking, where would you even sleep in public where you wouldn't be robbed (laughs) or killed or beat up or something? And so I said, oh, I want a park bench. And I thought, no, I don't think there's any park benches around here I want to sleep on. And the only time I can think of that I slipped in public recently, and it was unintentional, was in a doctor's office, well, gynecologist's office. I fell asleep after the exam waiting for the doctor to come back in and tell me everything was okay or whatever. And I fell asleep. and. After a while, I don't, of course, I don't know how long because I was asleep, but the office manager was making the rounds, checking the exam rooms before she left, and she found me asleep in the exam room. (laughs) So that was embarrassing, and, of course, she was apologizing profusely for leaving me in there and forgetting about me, but I thought, whatever, but I switched doctors after that, so... (laughs) Anyway, love you, Jonesy, and love all the weirdos out there. Keep doing what you do. Keep being, be nice to each other. Be friendly. And have a great week. It's hump day. And I'll talk to y'all later. Bye. You are receiving a collect call from the Lee County Sheriff's Department office. Please press 1 to accept the charges, press 2 to deny the charges, and disconnect the call. Hey, Jonesy, thanks a lot for taking the charges, man, for this call. I appreciate you taking this because I I heard you on the podcast. This is John White from... Florida speaking, 
and me and my wife Sammy, we got ourselves apparently into some kind of trouble we didn't know was a problem at all. But you talked about it, and uh, it seems like there's some sort of problem with some filming that we did and some family activities. I mean, we just did what other people do. You know, we see this on Facebook all the time, people posting pictures of their family with their pets, their dogs, their cats. You know, they got their hamsters or their pet snake. And that's all we did was just post some family-friendly photos on there. So, you know, it all kind of all starts back when one night Sammy and I, we were in bed and we were having some private time and, you know, we took some stuff to bed like some whipped cream and some strawberries and some chocolate sauce and some peanut butter and we were kind of playing around with them in bed and I guess there was some peanut butter left over on a on a little place we were kind of using it as some lubricant and uh, I guess there was some left over on her. She didn't get cleaned off and the next day she's laying on the couch taking a nap and our dog buddy, the golden retriever, came right up and he just started sniffing around and started licking like crazy. Turns out, if you use peanut butter, you can get a dog to lick just about anything. And things just, you know, kind of, just kind of grew from there, if you know what I mean. And uh, so we were, you know, we were just experimenting. And the buddy, he's a good old boy. And I gotta say. There were no animals harmed in the making of this movie. Now, Buddy was the only one that's big enough to, you know, interest my wife. The other ones are smaller dogs. But Buddy was not harmed in any way. And, you know, he was, this was like him coming, sniffing around. And he sort of started the whole thing off. So, I mean, he's a good boy. He's a good boy. He's not looking for trouble. So, Jonesy, I just have to defend Buddy and our reputations, and I thank you for the time for taking this call. Hey, Jonesy, I just wanted to start off with a disclaimer um, by saying that everything in this voicemail is a joke. Um, So here we go. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm an I'm an angry Florida woman. Oh my God! I don't know. I don't know what to do. I I really I feel I feel twiggered. I feel so twiggered by weird AF news. I'm, I'm hearing all this news about my state. I'm hearing about statues being stolen. I'm hearing about a kid carjacking his grandma and apologizing for it. I hear just an acorn and, and a police officer shooting a car with a guy inside it while the acorn it's like oh I think I think the government should I think they should put a little a little black on my listen now feed so they won't have to won't have to worry about listening to all these scandalous weird AF news podcast episodes. And I think that they should they should ban me. They should ban me from browsing browsing podcasts that have inappropriate content, content like weird if news, I feel so triggered, you know, I mean, I would like to sue the creator, even though he's <clears throat> just, you know, very independent, and he's just one person, um, there's nobody else on his team, there's nobody else that works for him, but I, I really feel like I need to sue him, I need to save the kids, I need to save the kids from listening, save the children, Save the children. 
never mind. Ne never mind the um the animal cruelty and the large pop homeless population that we have and the human trafficking. We need to we need to save the children from weird ass news. I don't think we'll ever have good luck with our lives until we until we talk to Apple and Google and say hey. Hey, we need to put restrictions 